Ranked by U.S. News & World Report among the top 10 rehabilitation hospitals in the nation, Shepherd Center specializes in medical treatment, research, and rehabilitation for people with spinal cord injury and brain injury. As a service to our community, we present Shepherd Center Radio with host Melanie Cole. People with spinal cord injuries and their families often feel anxious about returning home after rehabilitation and dealing with the many challenges related to living with such injuries. Patients with SCI who receive more intensive peer mentorship have more active engagement in rehabilitation, greater self-efficiency, and lower hospital readmissions. My guest today is Mina Hong. She's the Spinal Cord Injury Peer Support Program Manager at Shepherd Center. Welcome to the show, Mina. What have you seen at Shepherd Center as the value of peer support after injury? Um, thank you, Melly, for giving me this opportunity. Um, I have to say, when people enter, I'm going to use the word enter, into a spinal cord injury um, landscape, it's like entering into a new culture. And I, I always consider that as a subculture. Because with spinal cord injury, it's catastrophic in all, you know, all facets. You know, it obviously, you know, it's a physical uh, trauma. There's social, psychological, it's emotional, and it affects everyone that loves you and cares for you. So from the time you wake up to the time you go to sleep, you are affected by the spinal cord injury. So to say that this is similar to somebody having diabetes or some other situation, um, I always consider this as a fallacy because this consumes not only you, but all the people that love you and around you. Because even though the location that you go back to may look the same, but it feels different, you know, because my field of vision is different. So um, catastrophic injury is a spinal cord injury destination for just that reason alone. And so one of the things that we try to do within our peer support program is to let people know that they are not alone in this journey and that we have countless people that can actually come and show them that, yes, it is different, but different isn't necessarily bad. Then um, what we like to really do is to make that emotional connection so that we have an open dialogue because of the emotional connection that we make by sharing our personal stories. Because at the end of the day, you know, like none of our staff members walk home at 5 o'clock, right? We don't walk to our car and, you know, drive home and do all the things that we used to do prior to our injury. We do most of our stuff utilizing a wheelchair. But that doesn't mean that our lives aren't fulfilled. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And, and it's certainly a, a great way to put us tell, to put it. Tell us about the peer support program at Shepherd Center. What, is it, what, is, what are the goals? What is it intended to do? Well, if I had to put it in a nutshell, and this is something that we use, I guess this is our elevator speech, if we had one, it would be to say that we take all the therapies that patients learn, whether it's from an occupational therapist, recreational therapist, physical therapist, and nursing staff, and physicians, and we try to help that turn it into a life skill so that therapy doesn't live in the therapy world. Because at the end of the day, you have to take all of this information and have to make it user-friendly for you. And I think that's what we do. And so we, and we I like, well, the way I like to put it is that we're an adjunct to all the clinicians uh, by helping them help our patients see the, the value in the, uh, the training that they receive from our therapist. And we share our experiential learning 
and empathy and understanding of living with disabilities. And I guess that's what we call, you know, person-centered care. And this is something, this is the buzzword in the research community, but I think we've been doing it forever, you know, because that's the the essence of what peer support is, because we're not so interested in what's on their schedule, for instance, because we have someone taking care of that already. But what we want to do is what is of interest to them? You know, what is on their mind? And we try to do a conversation that leads, leans toward that emotional connection. So then explain some of the services that you're dealing with and some of the adjustment issues that you help them to deal with. So um, I guess I'll just give it to you in a, a story because I think we're good we like to tell, call ourselves storytellers in some ways because I think that's what we do. We share our stories to make that connections with people. And so let's say somebody gets injured, and I'm going to use myself as an example. Um, I was a T12L1 injury um, who was um, hurt in an automobile accident. And for me, um, I lost my husband in that uh auto accident and, you know, I had two children in the car and I was not a work, I was a stay-at-home mom at the time. So while everyone's trying to help me manage my new body, these are some of the things that I was thinking about. Like, will I be able to take care of my personal needs, like bowel, bladder, taking shower and all of that good all of that good stuff is what I say now, but all those things that I did before without even thinking twice, you know. And does this mean that I have to be a burden to my family by having them help me? You know, will I be able to drive? Will I be able to raise my children? And where would I live because my home wasn't accessible to me? And again, you know, will I be able to find employment after the disability on account even before I didn't work. So all of those are in people's mind as they're trying to work on their therapy. Because it would be great if we can just say, we can shut all of these things off while we work on this. But it doesn't work like that. You know, life just doesn't work like that, does it? You know, whether you're ready for the next day or not, the sun is going to come up. And so in that, peer support helps people understand that, yes, these are some of the obstacles that you can have, but we may be able to bring people from the community who've had these issues or problems, and they were able to move past that. So they were able to bring a community member, maybe who is a single parent who's doing really well, to come have a conversation with me, or somebody who went back to work, or another person who was grieving the loss, not only of their physical bodies, but of their spouse or their loved ones. And, you know, I couldn't figure out to make a car transfer to save my life until I saw someone around my size actually do that transfer. Now, this isn't to say that all of this comes, like, the minute you see it. But when you see something, it's hard to deny the possibilities, right? Wow, so what that's we a try great to way do to put is, it. Right, right. So what we want to do is that you may not be able to do it right now, but the possibility is definitely there. And I think what that does is um, it helps people see the forest through the trees because when you're confronted with all of these things right at once, because, you know, this isn't on anyone's bucket list. We don't think about, gee, you know, on March 17th at around 11 o'clock, I, I might get into a car accident. And these are some of the things that I have to have in place. It doesn't work like that. And so in this, when they have the opportunity to see various people, doing the things that they think are impossible because they haven't seen it before, 
um, it helps them have a better vision of their future. And that difference isn't bad. Difference is just different. Wow, you know, Mina, what a story. What and and it's, it's fascinating. And what a great program. What a story you have. How do you, and we only have a few minutes left, but how do you match peer supporters? Like, how do you decide who is, <laughs> is it based on the same injury? Is it based we on what? We have a, a huge, a, we are very, very fortunate. One thing that I have to say is that, you know, we have four full-time staff at Shepherd Center. And we're very fortunate to have that in our department. But there is no way that we can help everyone. But we stand on the shoulders or we sit or roll on the shoulders of our volunteers. We have a lot of volunteers who give of their time because they have received help from us. And again, it's just paying it forward. And so we have a wonderful opportunity to be able to be able to help or get the niche of people that our patients may need. And again, um, we're pretty much everywhere within the continuum of the rehab care because we have the the, the hours now. So we're with uh, co-treating sessions with our therapists. You know, we're part of the patient education classes. And this is where we've seen the most difference because instead of having a PowerPoint lecture by nurse educators, we are in front. People that look like them are giving the educations about the stuff that we do on a daily basis. And of course, the nurse educators are on the side, but it really helps the, cha- it really helps change the the, the, the landscape in terms of the way we teach. And we do it in a story format because people remember stories. And, you know, we're part of any kind of group outing they have or the group counseling that patients and family have. We, have, we go through social media after they get discharged. So we try to reach them at every point. And some people not, may not want it at the front end and maybe want it at the back end, but we want to make sure that we're available to everyone. And this isn't to say that we can take place of our clinicians because we cannot. We like to think of ourselves as being the cement around the bricks because we consider the bricks to be the clinicians. And every brick has to have something that holds it together. And I think that's what we are, the fillers of the gap, so that well, we can hopefully have patients become... They're CEOs of their own lives because at the end of the day, they need to be in control. So that's that's what we try to do in a nutshell. And so can you just tell people how to find out more about the peer support program at Shepherd Center? Sure. And, you know, one of the things that we're very proud of at Shepherd Center is that we don't want to keep this as our own. Anybody can have access to our services. So, you know, all they have to do is type up, you know, SCI peers on, on uh, Facebook, and they can join our Facebook and start and you know follow us or follow the conversation. Or if they have a questions that they would like to ask us because it's a monitored site, they could send the questions that you may have in a private message, and we will post it from as a, a someone from a community member. They can chime in, or they can kind of look at all the comments that people are making. And again, you know, we have over 2,200 and some change membership now. And those are people that have been vetted by us. And so what we do is by giving these people opportunities and different possibilities, we give them the opportunity to become more self-reliant and become their own problem solvers. And uh, rely less on the healthcare system because at the end of the day, I mean, we want to get busy living, not so much uh, busy taking care of our 
you know, spinal cord injury needs per se. Because when we're in tune with that, that kind of goes to the background so that your life could be in the foreground. So that's try- So that's what we're trying to do at the end of the day. Thank you so much, Mina, for being with us today. It's really amazing information and a great program. You're listening to Shepherd Center Radio. And for more information on the peer support program at Shepherd Center, you can go to shepherd.org. That's shepherd.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.